Hello, friends, and welcome to the first episode of the Trout Stream. I am Harry Troutman, and with me, as always, is my co-host. I am Paul Troutman. So pick up a poll, cast a line, and join us on the stream. We're just two brothers in their mid-30s here to talk about sports, life, and everything in between. Today, on episode one, we will discuss our favorite number one, our road trip snack poll. So, Paul, you being older, why don't you take your number ones first? Now, this is just our opinion. It's not stats. This is my favorite. Your favorite. This is not the best. No. Hands down, no. We're not going greatest. We're going personal favorite. Episode number one deserves your favorite number one. Exactly. I don't have one. I don't have two, but I got three of them. Okay. So this could be draft pick. This could be jersey number. This could be race car. It could be whatever number one you want. Let me hear. My first one, I'm going to go before our time. Before other people's time listen to this. There are shirts that say, only Jesus saves more than Bernie Perrant. Number one, Flyers goalie. Nobody was better than Bernie Perrant. I have to number, agree. Number two, we're going to go Larry Fitzgerald when he played at the University of Pittsburgh. So as, as Philly-based guys here, I'm going to need you to, to really explain that one to me, please. I think Larry Fitzgerald is one of the greatest receivers of all time. I watched Larry Fitzgerald play at Pitt via television, not in person. You know what Larry Fitzgerald was doing in 1998? Not a clue. He was the ball boy for the Minnesota Vikings. Was he really? The two wide receivers for the Minnesota Vikings at the time were Chris Carter and Randy Moss. As a ball boy pregame, they taught him route running. They taught him moves. They taught him skills that he would not have otherwise learned. Larry Fitzgerald took that to the University of Pittsburgh. Now, Friday night, between Chris Carter and Randy Moss, one would call him Friday night, tell him what he need to do. The other one would call him after his game on Saturday and tell him what he did wrong. If that's not constructive well, no- criticism and build up, I don't know what is. I didn't know any of that, and now that explains so much about who Larry Fitz was. Larry Fitz great is a great receiver. He is. He's, he's great. He's great. And then I'm going to throw you my third pick. Okay. My third number one. I'm not going jersey number. I'm going okay. draft selection. Okay. I'm going Bryce Harper number one. Bryce Harper number one. When I lived in Vegas, this kid was 16 years old, hitting over 500-foot bombs. He was on the cover of ESPN Magazine. He was on the local sports channels. He was on ESPN. Bryce Harper. As a diehard Phillies fan, I waited for him to get drafted, and he saw the Nationals, a division rival, number one pick that year, and they took him. And we had to wait six Years for him to become a free agent, and he signed with the greatest baseball team in the country. He's my number one. All right, 
Uh, all great picks. Uh, I'm a little upset at you. You did take one of my number ones as Bryce Harper. Um, I'm going to go with a race car here. Uh, okay. The yellow Steve Park number one. Yeah. The yellow Pennzoil number one. Man, you're talking 2000, 2001 days. I, I, I didn't know Steve Park personally. Every interview, he seemed like a great guy. And DEI's color schemes were just ahead of their time. They were the best paint schemes, opinion-based, in that era. Hands down. Oh, man, they were so clean. Clean. I think that's the best way to put it. They were so clean. And Steve's Park yellow machine was super clean. That yellow pencil on number one, you could spot it from wherever your seat was, whether you're sitting front row start finish line or I'm sitting in turn three at Las Vegas Motor Speedway and I'm watching those cars go around. I knew where Steve Park was every Always. time. Always. My other number one, I'm going to go jersey number, and that is the 5-0 and o currently here on 10-14, today's date, Jalen Hurts. Go Birds. Go Birds. Where's the number one? Rightfully so this season. He's leading the Birds to a 5-0 and o start. I mean, obviously football's a team sport, but, you know, there was a lot of questions coming in on Jalen Hurts' shoulders. Is he our guy? Is he not our guy? Yada, yada, yada. And he's, he's our guy right now. And for that, I got to give him the respect, and I got to give him one of my number ones. And then, you know what? We got Dallas this week. It's our first Dallas week. And who knows? Come come next week's episode, he might not be one of my number ones. But that's okay. But right now, he for sure is. You know what? It's Dallas week. You got Jalen Hurts and a fantastic pick for number one. I can't think of a better number one quarterback right now. Jersey number one, that is. Great pick. He's leading a great team. He's 5-0. and He's being a stud. Stud. And he's looking forward. It's hurt season. The whole league is going to be put in the hurt locker. I mean, no no doubt about it. Let's just hope he keeps it up. Uh, let's stay optimistic here. And uh, I think he'll do great things for us. For sure. Absolutely. He's going to do fantastic things. Uh, let's see. I'd, nothing else is coming to mind, number one-wise. I'm really, I'm really drawing a blank here. That's all right. This is real. This is our conversation. I got nothing else. I'm trying to think NASCAR. Who was anyone else in the one? Ross Chastain currently is in number one. Ross, uh, Kurt Busch was in the one. No, Kurt wasn't in the one. No, someone else was in the one. I thought. Maybe not. I mean, there's a history of people who drove the number one car, but. Nothing really jumping out at you. No. Hmm. I could have swore. Yeah. Go Birds. Jalen Hurts. I just can't get it out of my head. I'm so pumped for Dallas week. We're going to be at home. We're going to be at the link. It's going to be rocking Sunday night football. I'm ecstatic. You're ecstatic. I am Excited beyond belief. It's Sunday night football. Yes. 
I'm excited it's Sunday night. Uh, I'm also not happy it's a Sunday night game because currently we are both in Louisiana. I came down to visit you this week. That you did. Um, so one thing we will always promise on this podcast is one, these are always will be our opinions. Um, we're, we're not going to look up stats and, and, and read off a stat sheet. That's boring. No one wants to hear that. Number two is we will always keep it real. And that being said, while we are in the same state, we are in the same town, we are in the same house, we are not in the same room. No, we are not. <laughs> For the life of us, we could not figure out how to record. So I said, hey, man, why don't we just use the setup we got from when I'm back home in PA? You're going to be down here in Louisiana. We're going to use this setup. And we're going to record our first episode. And here we are. This now, is it. I mean, he's, I'm in one kid's room. He's in the spare room. We are recording. This is it. Which brings me to my next point. I leave tomorrow. It's a 24-hour drive back home. I drove. I did not fly. That being said... We took a poll on everyone's favorite road trip snack. What are the results? Uh, so the other week we had the poll out there. We had 65 votes. 65. Was that our, our first poll? That was our very first poll. Very first poll, 65 results. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Number one was beef jerky with 25 votes. Solid. Hands but... down, number one by more than double. Number two was Twizzlers, 11 votes. Sunflower Seeds came in third with nine votes. Now, there were a handful of, quote, others in there, right. whether it was candy bars or pistachios. We had one person, old John Troutman Jr., who came mm-hmm. out with probably the best other Okay. That was a shareable size bag of peanut butter M&M's. I'm not sharing, though. No. I mean, it's a shareable size. I share from my hand to my own mouth. That's who I share with. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sharing with anyone. My road trip snacks. Twizzlers? Twizzlers shocked me. It really did. Uh, jerky doesn't really surprise me. We'll get we'll, we'll go back to jerky. Don't you worry. But Twizzlers, man, that really that really got me. Twizzlers, I think, are the greatest road trip snack. I personally voted Twizzlers. See, and this is where this show is going to be great because that is a hot pile of garbage. I don't think they're the greatest road snack. I'm going seeds. You got to go sunflower seeds. It occupies your mind. It has something in your hand. You're spitting seeds into a cup. And when you when you get on the highway... And that little boy says, stay on this road for 212 miles. You need to keep you need to keep doing something other than just staring at the road. That's where seeds come into play. Seeds come into play. Seeds are good. I'm not arguing. I'm not saying seeds aren't good. I'm just saying that they're not the best. But also what really determines it is your flavoring of seeds. And I'm going to throw it out there. Okay. There will probably be some negative comments here. Okay. I don't care 
dill pickle seeds, number one flavor. I uh, I wish you didn't say that, and I I, I really do wish you uh, said ranch because I do think ranch is good. Um, one thing I'm surprised at, and I, I think you can agree with me on this one. I don't understand how these companies haven't mixed ranch and barbecue together yet in one bag. Why do I have to continually do it myself? Why do I have to bring a gallon-sized bag in my center console ready to go for me to grab my ranch or grab and grab my barbecue or mind-blown, let me grab this buffalo-flavored sunflower seeds with a ranch, oh. throw them in one giant gallon bag and shake it up. Like it's a salt shaker, or I'm listening to Outcast <laughs> in 2003 to really get those flavors swirling in there. Why do I got to do it's, that? It, what's crazy is like someone gets into my my vehicle and they're like, "What's this gallon bag for?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's my it's my seed bag." And then you got to explain why well, I got to mix the two together. So if you guys could stop making me look crazy and just mix them for us, pre mix it for me. I'm talking to you, what? big. I don't want a new flavor of ranch, buffalo ranch. No, I want you to take ranch seeds and I want you to take barbecue seeds and I want you to put them in the bag together. I don't make some ranch barbecue flavor where you're trying to get the best of both into one. No, 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 no. No, I'm not saying put ranch on one side of a seed and buffalo on the other. I'm telling you, go to your factory. That spout that's giving out your buffalo, put that in the barrel. Go to the other one that's spouting out ranch. Put that in the same barrel. Spin that son son of a gun up about six, seven, eight times. And then put it in a bag for me. Grab the net. That's a keeper. That's what needs to happen. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe down the line, Biggs or, or Davids or someone will sponsor us and and they'll listen to us maybe. but Maybe then, they'll listen to us and put me in charge of their factory for at least a week. Give me two hours. Give me two hours. I really just want a week. I want the whole tour, and in like two hours, I'm not going to see the whole place. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. You probably won't even get through the design of the bag. I'm probably going to get lost in the parking lot within the first two hours. Let's be honest here. Or my badge won't work. The badge in. Time's up. You're no longer in charge. Yeah, and it might look. I'm going to have to pee when I get there, and be like, "Great, well, there goes ten minutes." Because I got to find the bathroom first, and then we get lost on the way back. So there's a whole half hour gone. I got an hour and a half now to make a flavor. Not to mention, you probably got to wash your hands 17 times. Nope, hand washing station. Move hand washing station. Move hand what? Yeah, you're right. Hands are going to be raw as you're touching salt and just burns. Yeah, but I think your hands are going to be less raw than your mouth by eating sunflower seeds on a 200-mile road trip. Nah, man. That's why you you need a good drink. No. That's why you need need your Twizzlers. (sighs) Twizzlers are above seeds. Seeds have good flavors. I mean, I don't want dill pickle flavored Twizzlers. No, I think that they might even exist. I know there's dill pickle candy canes. That's Which a whole different topic. We'll save that one for December. I was going to say, right no, new for Christmas. Twizzlers. Strawberry Twizzlers. They have other flavors out there. Orange creamsicle, good. The rainbow fruit flavored ones, good. Black licorice. Good. It's too much sugar, man. I don't want to get jittery. I don't want to get jittery at 200 miles. On Twizzlers? 
I mean, it's just sugar, isn't it? First off, it's a road trip. Calories don't count. Well, well, it's not about the calories. It's about how your body reacts to it. Oh, it's mind over matter at that point. Just keep driving. That's how you end up doing 90 in a, in a 55. Right, but with Twizzlers, you can twirl them around. You can put them just hanging out of your mouth, acting like you're an old man smoking a cigar. You know, or you can bite the ends off it, shove it in your soda. Boom. Now you have strawberry straw. I mean, I, I, I here's the thing, though. I feel like you, while you're saying, yeah, you know, you're giving me all the great reasons why Twizzlers are, in fact, great candy. I don't feel like you're giving me the reason why Twizzlers are a great road trip snack. Less messy. Okay. That's fair. That's valid. But here's the thing. You ready? I'm here driving. It. It's 85 degrees outside. You pull over, whether you got to get gas or you go in, you say, you know what? We're going to take a break. We're going to go have a sit down meal inside the restaurant, get out of this car, get out of this vehicle. We're going to go sit down, right? 85 yep. degrees outside. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. No shade. You park, you come outside. Do you want to stick a hot Twizzler in your mouth? Yes. No, no. Mm -mm. Absolutely. Nope. Call the game warden because that's illegal. You cannot do that. That is amazing. They don't melt. They just get softer. Oh, yeah. Mm, here's some pre-true Twizzlers for you. Yes. That sounds uh, amazing to me. Uh, give me my seeds. My seeds don't care if it's hot, cold. It, that doesn't matter. But what I don't get is how beef jerky was number one. Beef jerky being number one is... Do you feel like... So let's break down the poll a little bit and let's talk about people. Do you think like people are just like, ah, beef jerky, hand in hand with a, with a road trip? You know what I mean? Right. Or do I people think actually enjoy beef jerky on a road trip? I think people really enjoy sitting in a car on a road trip, ripping that bag open, and let it smell like farts in your car. The smell is horrendous. As soon as you open up beef jerky, there's a list of foods you don't eat in an office or on a road trip. And yeah. beef jerky is one of them. Because as soon as you open it up, if I don't know what it is, I'm going to think that somebody just ripped one in the front seat in front of the AC and now it's blown right in my face. Yeah, there's, I'm a, dead fight you. there's a dead raccoon in the engine bay. For sure. What is going on? The problem with jerky is it gets stuck in your teeth. Oh, hands down. It's, it's stuck in your teeth. And what are you going to do about it? I don't want to be picking at my teeth driving down the highway. I mean, you got to look in the mirror and try and see if you can find that little piece hanging out there. Oh, you can feel it with your tongue, but as soon as that finger goes in your mouth, you can't find anything. No. I swear, whoever makes beef jerky... Mm -hmm. Whatever name brand it is out there, attached to that bag needs to be at least five floss sticks or a whole pack of floss. I'm not asking for minted wax flavoring or cinnamon flavor. What I about just like a little piece of string? No, I want legit floss. Floss, all right. Because a little piece of string ain't going to do much. No. But that piece of floss, give me a floss stick. Give me something. Yeah, give me a little dentist stick. I don't know if you that's know copyrighted, what? but you know what I mean? A little floss stick. After 30 miles of trying to get that piece of jerky between my molar and my canine or whatever number seven, number eight tooth is over here on the right front, I'm going to grab the wrapper. 
I'm grabbing the packaging from that beef jerky, whether it's the top that I just threw in the back seat somewhere. Yeah. Told the kids, hey, don't play with that. Right? Or I might take that whole bag and take that corner and trying to whittle something out of my teeth. Yeah. Give then me you a look like a crazy person. Because now well, there's then, no hands on the steering wheel. Both hands are on this bag trying to get that it's no longer safe. It's no mouth. longer safe. No. Right. Twizzlers. So what? If it gets stuck in your teeth, they're gummy. Just swish around your little monster, your coffee that you're drinking. Boom. Released. You know it doesn't get stuck. As bad. Seeds. Seeds don't get stuck. You're right. They don't get stuck. I can choke on it. Plus, I can eat a bad seed and want to throw up. Uh, Listen, we'll talk about seeds later. Because you and I both love seeds. But this is about road trip snacks. And we'll talk about that one bad seed you always get in every bag. Oh, there's always one. Always one. It makes you question why you even eat sunflower seeds. It's so bad. You want a whole handful of seeds to replace that one bad seed. But if it's near the bottom of your bag, your road trip is now ruined. Your road trip, your day, your marriage, everything is ruined. Now think of this. When was the last time you had a bad Twizzler out of a bag? I, again, valid. Val, I can't argue that. I've never eaten a Twizzler and been like, hmm, I guess Jerry at the Twizzler factory was slagging this day. They, they missed a bad one. Oh, Steve over in Quality Control missed this one. Yeah, it might be about a quarter inch shorter than the others. But the flavor is never going to taste bad. It's never going to taste bad. You're right. Um, With that being said, and with your arguments being what they are, I'm going to have to say this, and I'm going to stick by it. I'm still going seeds. Still going seeds. You do you. This leaves more Twizzlers for me. You can have them. I just I don't see the, the great appeal. I'll test it. How about that? I'll get a bag of seeds and I'll get some Twizzlers for my twenty some odd hour ride home, and we will. I'll test the theory in Boom. person next week's episode. At the end or at the beginning, we'll have the results, and I'll have the results, and I'll let you know that in fact either you're completely insane. Or hook, line, sinker, you're absolutely right. Then, if anything, maybe we'll meet in the middle. Maybe you'll have to pull out your measuring stick, see if it's a keeper or not. It's up to you to decide. All right. We got to test it. It also sucks buying Twizzlers down in Louisiana when I literally live an hour away from Hershey, Pennsylvania. I mean, that part does suck. Hmm. These were shipped. Meanwhile, I can just go there. You can just go around the corner and be like, I smell chocolate. I'll be right there. I smell chocolate and peanut butter. Let me go through how they make Hershey Kisses and let me just ride that ride. It's so great. It's not free anymore. No, but the only good thing about that ride was the oven at the end where it warmed you up because oh. mom and dad will send you to the water park. And that was the last thing you got on before you got in that car. And you're like, dang, I want to go and just ride them all wet. By the time you got off of that thing, you were dry. Shh, flash heat of that oven. Pretend that they're baking you. 
Here you go, mom, dad, I'm dry. In the car, going home. Some things I question in life, uh, things like that make me go, dang, they were smart. They were smart. Got to give it to them. Yep. So people put candy bar. Again, is that people wanting to just help with the poll or what? But candy bar should not be anywhere on a road trip snack list. I'm sorry. You eat a candy bar, whether it's a Hershey bar, uh, Three Musketeers. I love a good Three Musketeers. Great candy bar. It's probably one of my top three. Love, I love Milky Way, and I love Butterfingers. But what happens is when you when you take a bite, you always get those little chocolatey pieces that fall off, and then they melt to your clothes, and it, you're walking up into someone's house. Hey, yeah, good to see you. Oh, don't mind all this melted chocolate in front of me, which doesn't even look like melted chocolate, by the way. It's good to see you. Let me get a hug. Oh, you don't want to touch me? I just drove 30 hours. Oh, it's because it looked like... A small dog shit all over my lap. Hey, I can tell you right now, it's not from me. Nobody's going to believe you. They're going to see that brown little stain in the front of your pants and be like, hey, man, why don't you, uh, it's been a long drive. Why don't you go ahead and take a shower, throw your clothes in my washing machine? <laughs> no, no, I know or, you're only here for like an hour, but my washing machine will wash that pretty quick. <laughs> hey, man, why don't, you, uh, why don't you go ahead and hop in the shower? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk after you're done, all right? Like, no, no, I just showered yet. No, mm -mm. go and get cleaned up. Now, candy bars, they're meant to be eaten at the gas pump. Right at the pump. Right there. You know, if I'm doing a long road trip, I just ate a sandwich. Maybe I'll pick something up. Little Maybe I'll swing by Bucky's and get a, uh, a brisket sandwich. Listen, you can't talk about Bucky's. We can do an entire episode about Bucky's. Oh, you don't give me an entire episode about Bucky's and their snacks for road trips. I don't even want to get talking to Bucky's because as soon as I walk in there, my wallet starts crying saying, don't spend $200. And I'm like, bro, I'm just going to the bathroom. I'm like, all right, let me stop and get a cup of coffee. And next thing you know, I have a shopping cart. What gas station has shopping carts? Bucky's does. It, and next thing you know, I have a full shopping cart. What's crazy is that to me, Bucky's is a gas station with a crazy store. Yeah, that's what it is. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just like. Do I want beaver nuggets? Hell yeah, I want beaver nuggets. Am I going in and just picking up beaver nuggets? Absolutely, positively not. Never once have I walked into Bucky's and only gotten one thing. I don't, I don't care. I've been through there at 2 in the morning. And I still I get multiple things. I don't think it's possible. I don't. Whoever... Runs Bucky's must have worked at Costco or been a part of the Costco team. You know what I mean? You go into Costco for one thing, you come out with a car full. Yeah, you go into Bucky's. A rotisserie chicken from Sam's or Costco. I got it all the way to the back. Next thing you know, I'm buying a whole kid's playground set and a barbecue grill. Like, why do I need all this? You don't? I bought seven jars of peanut butter. But like, why do I need this much peanut butter? So I did. Because it's there. But that's Bucky's. It's Bucky's. I don't, don't even get me started on Bucky's because there's one time I stopped for gas on a road trip and I was like, man, I'm going to go to my hunting spot tomorrow. Oh, thinking about that, I'm like, I got to wake up early and go buy corn. I'll go to the sports, sporting goods store and get some corn. And next, you know, I'm walking in the Bucky's. There's a big neon sign that says corn right here, 1065 a bag. I'm like, well, shoot, man. Like Now, price wise for corn, I don't hunt. You're, you're, you're getting into it, right? Yep. How is the price? 
for corn. Compared? Bucky's compared? I guess about on par. So, like, even their prices aren't even crazy. The prices aren't crazy. But here's the thing. Next thing you know, I got a bag of corn over my shoulder. Looking like Paul Bunyan walking around this place. Like, I'm waiting for Babe the Blue Ox to follow me. But instead of a blue ox, it's a giant beaver named Bucky. He's always happy, too. They have a stuffed beaver that is ginormous in there, and I want it. You can't take kids in there. No. Oh, God, no. You want to take a a 15-month-old in there. She wants everything. You're like, no, kid. Like, that is a happy beaver. But put the 26 of them in your hands down. And then she runs over to the cowhide rug, and I'm like, yes, I appreciate you having good taste. But you can't yank them 14 of them. Because I don't have no space for all of them. You can't afford them either. Yeah, but then she goes to hides in a deer blind at a gas station. Folks, we're still talking about a gas station. How many how many blinds do you think they honestly sell though? A year? Yeah. Roughly. I mean, if you had to take a, a is it worth it to buy two or three stands to put at every store just so people come up and take a picture and go, wow, look at this. And they go in, they buy the fountain soda, which, you know, they're making money off of. They go in, they buy the, the specialty brisket sandwich and the beaver nuggets. You know what I mean? Everything they see online. Yep. And they're taking pictures with the with the blind. Do you think they actually move blinds or is I it think just- they move them? I think they sell a lot of hunting equipment out of there. Really? I think they do. All right. I'm no expert. I could probably sit here on the Google machines and look up and how many they do. But if I'm just going off pure gut instinct, and trust me, I got a bigger gut because of Bucky, so I got good instincts. Preach. I say each Bucky sells at least five five hunting blinds a year. But who's say how many of their coolers that they sell? How many t shirts yeah. do they sell? I mean, you, you hop on the, the, the TikTok here and there's people bragging about their Bucky's collection. You know, their T-shirts, their cup. I mean, my water cup at my desk at work is a Bucky's cup. Yeah. I mean, how many do they sell? Who knows? I mean, it's the same old question. Like, how does positive traction work? Nobody knows. I have no idea. No one does. But it's Bucky's. You're not going to not. Bucky's or Wawa? That's Pandora's box. I'm going to tell you right now. Amen. This is why we started this podcast. This is why we're here. One and only true thing that will never be bashed is Wawa. Wawa will go down as the greatest convenience store of all time. Bucky's is a gas station that just so happens to have a Walmart-sized Cracker Barrel gift shop that sells sandwiches. Okay. Wawa is a convenience store that might have a few pumps outside. How we grew up, the Wawa was your deli. Yeah. There was yeah, mom and, and pop delis. You had the meat store there. Yeah. But Wawa is where it was at. So I guess there's going to be a lot of listeners like, what are you guys talking about, right? Where we grew up in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, is actually the birthplace of Wawa. Delco Wawa, for life. Delco for life. Wawa used to be a store you can go in. You can get your milk. You can get your bread. You know what I mean? If you were good that week, your parents would be like, you know, why don't you pick yourself up a little little chocolate bar or whatever. And then you go over to the counter. You say, hey, give me a pound of ham. You didn't say, I want this smoked Virginia baked ham. Nothing like that. 
Give me a pound of ham. Give me a pound of American. Have a pound of coleslaw. Have a pound of macaroni. I'm going to go pay for this while you cut it up. Yeah. I think you could do that at a Wawa. There's people now that, that I will always see Wawa as a convenience store that also sells gas. And people see Wawa as a gas station that's also a convenience store. And I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else. Because, like I said, that's what the way we grew up with it. It was, it was, it was a store. And then it became, oh, oh wow. Wawa is also selling gas now. It's not a gas station. It's a Wawa that sells gas. Yeah. The gas is uh, extra now. It's convenient. It's yeah. just because they have the extra parking lot space or they bought the old building and then tore it down. And now you have a whole parking lot. Yep. What so, Wawa was for us was when Harry and I would walk in there, you would look at the girls at the deli. And if you had a piece of paper in your hand, they fought each other to get out of the deli. They, they knew what loathed us. They saw us coming and pretty two recognizable dudes. And I know we've made at least three people quit their job. Minimum three people quit their job. Because when we put that piece of paper on the counter, they were tired of hearing us go, I need two pounds of ham. I need two pounds of American cheese. I need three pounds of provolone. I need four pounds of turkey. And the girls are just look at you. And you just hear that meat slicer fire up. And it sounded like it was being lubricated with tears <laughs> because <laughs> they hated what? their life. There was there was always the older lady that, that started to recognize us more and more. And she just, I think she almost looked forward to it because she knew that's all she had to do for the next 10 minutes, 10, 15, yeah. 20 minutes. So for the next half hour to 45 minutes was her standing there slicing this deli. And God bid that they missed something. But they're no. just sitting there slicing that ham. I didn't care what it was. They just grab this big old hock of ham, throw it up on that meat slicer, and they go to town. No label, no brand. Nope. Masking tape and some wax paper. That's they held it. it all together. But they would ding, they'd call your number. Number 42. And you're like, oh my goodness, thank God. Because now they're waiting on number 67 behind us because there's <laughs> only one lady working the counter. And she's just oh. slicing our deli meat. Old Helen back there, arms are like twigs. Just Next going. You know, poor Helen. She's got an ice pack on her shoulder, looking like Nolan Ryan in Game Seven of the World <laughs> Series. Like I'm about to pitch a no hitter right now, but I don't need anybody talking to me. She's got ice saran wrapped to her shoulder, and she just puts her head down on that bench, going, "I just need one more inning, guys. That's all I need." You know, Give and we leave like us. The two tap on the counter saying, all right, Helen, see you next week. Yeah, it was every week. Every week. Without without fail. No. Oh, that, that's Wawa. That's the Wawa we grew up to. That's Wawa. That will always be our Wawa. And then they then they conveniently started selling gas. That's it. It's all been convenient since then. I mean, if you think about it, that's such a smart business plan, too. Like, hey, our stores do so well. People, so again... I, I drove down here, come visit you, visit your family. And one thing you asked for, hey, man, I'm coming, I'm coming down from back home. What do you want? There's only one thing I ever want. Wawa I want tea. some Wawa lemon tea. They had such a good, they have such a good brand that they were able to add gas pumps and people didn't think anything less of them. No. 
which is, is, is crazy. You know, if, I mean, hear me out. If Red Robin started selling gas, you'd be like, what? Why? Why? But Wawa started selling gas and you're like, now oh, this is genius. I can get my gas and get my milk. I can get my eggs. I can I, hit up some hoagie fest. I can hit up some hoagie fest. Mind you, you can't get any sliced deli meat anymore, which is fine. People got to grow. People got to change. I get it. But now it's, it's, it is the definition of convenience. Their food is delicious. Their, their brand is amazing. I don't think a, I've any, had anything Wawa brand that wasn't top tier. Coming the same for me now. I mean, it's where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, they're always putting out new stuff too, which is super exciting. New stuff is good, but I'll take the pork roll on a bagel any day of the week with a cup of coffee and a lemon iced tea on the side. Maybe a little tasty cake of clear, and we're calling it a day. You can't go wrong. Perfect order. Perfect order. That's the greatest order there is. It is. I mean, to me, that's almost worth a 19, 20 hour road trip drive up north. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, you won't have to go that far soon. I, I heard they're coming down south more. So, I mean, I don't think they're coming this far down south, but they're definitely staying towards the east coast. If Wawa Associates hear this, uh, let your ownership know that if you want to open one in northwest Louisiana, let me know. I know somebody who wouldn't mind managing it. Got the perfect general manager for you. That would be me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hyping you up here, dude. Hyping up. Man. All right. So where are you going? Are you hyping up Wawa? Or are you going to hype up Bucky's? <laughs> That's hard, man. It's uh, apples to oranges. This is HBO Friday Night Fights. Okay. Heavyweight edition. I'm going Wawa. And here's why. Bucky's is a treat. Bucky's is a occasional once or twice a year type move. Okay. Uh, I, when I want to go in for a sandwich, I don't want to look at cutting boards. I don't want to look at deer blinds. I don't want to I don't want to look for my next area rug. I want to get my sandwich, get my gas, get my drink, go home. That checks. Wawa does that for me. I'm on a road trip, and I'm having fun. And all of a sudden, here's Bucky's, this big, beautiful beaver, right? It's exciting. It's fun. It, it's something different. It's it's new food. You got the beaver nuggets. You got 47,000 different types of fountain soda. The cleanest bathrooms in the country, by the way. I will hold a pee longer than I need to just to go at Bucky's. For a Bucky's. For a Bucky's. I, I, I will I, risk my pee going down my own leg to make it to a Bucky's. That's fair. That is completely fair. The cleanest restrooms in the United States of America. Also, huge shout out to the state of Alabama. We stopped at one of their rest stops. Beautiful, clean, safe, well lit. The whole kip and caboodle. 
Side Northern Alabama down. rest area. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Great area. I almost want to. I almost can't wait to stop there again. But back to Bucky's and Wawa. Yeah, I stick by everyday life. Wawa, road trip, no. Bucky's. If I had a Bucky's closer to me, I could stop there every day. I wouldn't think twice about it. I could stop every day. You can't afford it. Oh no, but I mean, I would stop. I didn't say I'd go inside and and buy things. But I'd probably stop <laughs> and get gas. Get gas and stand there in awe. You know, looking like the kid from A Christmas Story staring at his Red Rider BB gun through the window, just hoping and praying I can afford something inside. You know, it's funny. In 100 years, you know, the world's completely different, and they're digging up Texas for whatever reason. There's no more people in Texas, and they just find this bronze statue of this cartoon beaver. Oh, they're going to think he was worshipped. He is. As he should be. He is. For road trips. Road trip daily convenience Wawa, and we're not even talking about sheets. Sheets is out of the equation. Seven Eleven trash sheets, trash. Uh, who else we got? You got Seven Eleven. Nah, you got Quick Trip. Quick Trip's coming out, man. Quick Trip is racetrack. Nah, QT. You don't go to racetrack. The QT is where it's at. QT is coming up to be number three in the nation. Really? Uh, for gas station. I'm not including truck stops because Love's no. Pilot Flying J are on their own category. That is another episode. And I don't think I've seen enough Love's Pilots and Flying J's to even have an opinion based on. You know? I get it. But as I much do driving think- across this country as I've done, I have personal opinions. But yeah, I mean, you, you, this is where we, not Bucky's, where our lives differ is, is you definitely, um, seen a lot more of this country than I have. Yes. And therefore, you, uh, you have a lot more stronger opinions about that stuff than I do. So that's for sure. Yeah. Living down south, it's, no Wawa. We got Bucky's. I see the Bucky sign. It's like 139. 39 miles out. I'm still in, in Louisiana. I'm like, dang, man, that's pretty far away to Terrell, Texas. And I made a mistake one time leaving DFW. I was like, ooh, all right, picking my daughter up. I'm like, let's go home. I typed in Bucky's into my GPS app. There was 37 Bucky's in the Dallas area. And I was like, holy hell, man, which one am I going to? That's heaven. And I live up north where Bucky's doesn't exist. It'll be there one day, but Wawa doesn't exist down here. I don't think Wawa ever will exist down here. I mean, who knows? They're they're storming Nashville like it's going out of style. They are they are storming Nashville. Apparently, that's the well, rumor. I'm available here, so uh, it's probably only a matter of time. Pause. All right, guys. That wraps up episode number one here on the Trout Stream. We appreciate your support. We love each and every one of you. If you want, uh, reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Trout Stream Pod. Uh, that will do it. Love you guys. <laughs>